0: Yo, 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 what up? It's Bradley. B Toes. Hey, and this is Randy. Welcome to the Beat Yo, yo what, what is up, it? y'all? Hello so, there. Hello, hello. So, welcome to episode. It's episode one, right? episode one the very first episode right very off first. the gate. I just want to say thank you guys for tuning in. Yeah. You guys are very first listeners. So, to celebrate, <laughs> let's take a shot. Uh, let's take a shot. All right, let's go for it. Because this is a moment, guys. We've been waiting for this, so. Yo. No chaser. No chaser podcast. No chase, no face. Uh, I got a face. You got a burp? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely got a burp, bro. That's, you know, it is what it is for sure. So, welcome to the first official episode of Beacon Road, a podcast that... <laughs> Me and Randy are both like just, just started. We just started. Yeah. Go ahead. So how long have we started? It's. I feel like it's only been a month and a half, but I feel like it's been about 50-11 pay periods and <laughs> I mean, dog years of I mean, us talking about this. I think we've been talking about doing something creative for along like at least like when we started hanging out right i mean we have but not like a full collaboration yeah we haven't done a full collaboration until maybe like a couple months ago i think our first collaboration we worked on was really just your music video yeah and then i maybe did a couple of like cover arts for you um but now this is the first time we're like we're putting our idea into like a real action which is pretty, pretty cool. cool so and we grew we uh we got better at our our crafts respectively and now i feel like it's a good good time for us to create uh, a whole podcast and show a just whole together. podcast and show don't ask us what it is exactly we don't really we're know we're gonna be extra about it but we're gonna figure it out on the way for sure I think it's the real the real thing that we're trying to do is really create something consistently right exactly let's continue like I think we have it where like what the past three Saturdays so far we've been doing it and just like Oh, this is idea. Okay. Okay. Let's turn this new idea. Okay. And then we start structuring it out. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Instead of Saturday morning cartoons, we just do Saturday (laughs) morning, just creates together. Saturday morning podcast and stuff. So yeah, creative consistency, I think for creatives or just me specifically, I feel like was just a very important thing that I needed. The only thing I really wanted just because, shoot, man, it's rough out here. Yeah. And especially if you feel like you're alone, man, you got to generate some type of happiness. And not expect it to yeah. come from somewhere else but yourself, you know? Yeah, for sure. I think the one thing for me on this podcast or show that we're creating, I really wanted to like push the quality of it, mm-hmm. right? Because, like, I mean, we've seen a lot of content in a bunch of different places. And yeah. I just feel like, not to be mean, but some of like the Filipino kids or whatever, like, it's good, but it's not at like the high quality level, like, that it could be, yeah. right? Like, I don't know. I can't think. Of, I don't want to name any channel yeah. yeah, on top of the top of the dome but like there's some channels out there like alright you pick yeah. like the first font or okay you didn't like yeah. you know you didn't pick the quickest edit use a final cut transition or whatever <laughs> like Basic default stuff. stuff yeah so yeah, speaking, for me speaking of quality look at that blue and yellow and a lightning bolt we could make it static shot we could <laughs> shout out Pikachu we could do little uh St. George colorway we could do Lakers colorway yeah, we, we really thought about this man I even mean, Beacon Road right it's like it's people like we're from beacon hill yeah right so that but then road both spelled in like the road like microphones and also like beacon road or beacon ave or whatever like yeah. that's where we're from so it's kind of like open in and on like just who we are and the culture of what came from beacon hill too which is pretty awesome so going into that i think we should also introduce our who would, we really are it makes sense because this is the first episode yeah. i mean uh assuming that our friends and family are going to be watching this you kind of know us but for those who don't know us i guess we gotta make an introduction you know like a icebreaker in high school (laughs) where it's gonna feel mad awkward but so let me ask you first (laughs) who are you dude honestly that that question makes me feel so introverted because like imagine you're on a first date and then someone's like what do you like to do for fun who are you like like, where do i even start like Every time someone asks me a question like that, I feel like I go through a quarter-life crisis of like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, What do I do for fun? Like, am I just a boring person? <laughs> or like, I don't know who I, like, I am. I like long walks on the beach. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, okay. So you're asking me who I am. So like I am- who, Yeah, generically. Yeah, so I'm Bradley. Um, you can follow me on btoast on Instagram. Um, I forget my Twitter handle. It's probably btoast. So, are you still on Twitter? <laughs> Oh, uh, barely. I more your Facebook is your yeah, Twitter now. Yeah, Facebook's more my Twitter now. But BToast, you can follow that. I have another Instagram that's more of my professional design stuff. Just Bradley Santos underscore. Um, but the main channel I'll be doing um, is BToast, and I'm just a creative from Seattle. I mean, I have a professional life too, like design and stuff like that. Um, yeah, that's really me. Nothing too special. Anything else should I introduce? I don't know. I like ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like you guys are just, hopefully y'all tune in and just get to know us more. I mean, we could say who we are, but it's for you guys to judge, I guess. Yeah. So, okay. Let's go. Let's go on the other side. So, who are you, Icebreaker and things? I think on episode two, I kind of touched on it, but I don't know. A rapper uncle. What's your name, uh, bro? Creative. Oh, my name is Randy. <laughs> at Rambo Savage 206 is my main IG. Probably going to take down my other Instagram, but If whatever. you could find it, we'll... We'll give you a feature on this podcast. <laughs> if you want. <laughs> we'll give you a bottle or something. A yeah, so, uh, mini know. bottle. Mini bottle. But, um, Travel size. Yeah, I'm just some, well, I don't know. A lot of you guys may know me as the loud guy that cracks jokes and is funny. But I you don't know. Part of the thing for this is I kind of want to introduce myself as like the real me. For, yeah. for, like, for like people who actually know me, I'm not just some loud guy that drinks and makes jokes. I mean, I'm I'm cool. Yeah. doing that but you know there's there's a different layer for me and um i think you guys are just gonna be surprised that hopefully entertain as well i think the other part that's gonna be kind of cool in our in our deep shit episode they get to know us like on a real level yeah, right no filter we're, i mean we pull back because i feel like some people are gonna watch this i mean we, we kind of have to pull we can't name drop we might yeah. get in trouble for things that we yeah. would say but, but for some stuff that we go through like we're definitely just Ooh, deep shit from the, from the jump got very real very quick all right here's a small teaser okay everybody that's listening when was the last time you cried Ooh, comment down below Comment down below i mean you could dm us yeah you, okay but yeah you could dm, we're, DM we're, us you we're know? gonna we're gonna have some more problems for you guys yeah, but yeah, not yeah. as deep but yeah i mean yeah that's who i am kind so, of yeah so maybe let's get, let's talk a little bit like why we want to start this podcast more in a detail should, that, should we cover that i don't know i mean the creative consistency is for me i think that's the only answer that i have for it yeah um, I think for me it's just having fun and not taking life too serious you know what I mean yeah. like this podcast like we are so extra for no reason we got the light we got the thunderbolt like yeah. but if everyone's doing a podcast we might as well be extra it's yeah. our nature to be extra Yes, yeah. so, I mean if you know us personally we're yeah. definitely like We'll go to the very top. And now we started this podcast. Now everyone does a podcast. But now we're understanding why people don't do the video part, the extra stuff. There's a lot of stuff to think about. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, there's a lot of stuff money wise. You got to put up for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of the stuff we'll be covering in this podcast. We'll definitely talk about Seattle um we're gonna do a little sports section we'll see how that goes um both me and Randy are really big into music so yeah. that's gonna be really cool too Ooh, Ours- i wanna i wanna add to the why we went to start of this yeah the fact that we're documenting I'm oh yeah documenting yeah. shit. like bro i've if you guys follow me on ig i have a hashtag where i say new nostalgia yeah and that's basically of like being responsible for your happiness and to create yeah positive energy i'm a pessimist if you guys don't know I, that's another thing that i define Deep as shit. <laughs> i'm a pessimist so i make it a point to like just like my parents be unfazed with like stressful situations yeah. and still bring that energy because you know people don't even like coming out anymore as yeah. social situations yeah. so i mean i feel like i have to i take it upon me to Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a really important reason on why we're doing this podcast, too. You know, I think it's a really cool aspect. And the fact that we have all ball intro, dude, that's gonna be fun. The sports part, woo, dude, that's sick. I can't wait for you guys to watch that. That's gonna be tough. So, anyways, going back to it, so some of the things that will be on this podcast, hopefully, this is not like oops, this is not like set in stone or anything. um, But definitely, we're gonna be talking sports, music, Seattle. We're gonna have some deep conversations that not a lot of people talk about also some conversations that challenge your uh moral compass your thinking your thought process and just the way we justify our thought process maybe yeah maybe makes you think a little bit more yeah yeah in contrast to making y'all laugh yeah for sure i mean we're, we're gonna have fun with it too but we know we're gonna we're gonna go all over we're not gonna be like just yeah. a jokester podcast Yeah, we're gonna have some good balance on this yeah. so and so tuned. with that we're gonna talk about some creative stuff the process and some relevant things some relevant things that are going on on social media some relevant things that are going on with like i don't know other cultures yeah, other for sure music and hip-hop and conversations and us being filipino and being brown and all that stuff like that not in a way that is how do i explain this not in a way that is racist or anything but in a way of like celebrating our culture and also talking real stuff about our culture and And which is the main part of this is what we're getting into but before that i just want to say also we're gonna trust the process explain the process and you know this is going to be a battle of uh create uh, consistency and yeah. resilience and you know yeah for sure so we'll see what we got but uh, hopefully we got a lot for you guys i mean we got a couple episodes down before the first one so you know yeah all right let's go into our main topic for today Randy, so so there is an article going around on facebook it is written by Abby Passion, ooh, I gotta throw some mango salsa in that joint. <laughs> if, if I butchered your last name, sir, I'm banana, sorry. Banana ketchup, but <laughs> sir, <it's> lady, right? <laughs> oh, it's a lady? <laughs> Abby? Well, I, oh, I don't know. The video, I don't know who wrote it, but I think the I think the writer was a lady, and yeah, but the, the person the who started that whole thing is uh, okay. Yeah, so, I don't know. Okay, what's yeah. up? But, Whoever started so, that. So Abby, yeah, you killed this article. This was very well yes. written. Can when I the, read read when I read this, I felt like it should have been written sooner i don't know why yeah but the, the title of this is uh filipino wait hold on that's not the what is it toxic, toxic. it's on yeah, one down.com yeah shout out to, to what down. they're com. doing at one down.com they're talking about Filipino and Filipinos and mental health. So definitely we're giving them a shout out. We've never met them or anything like that, but definitely like some of the stuff that got on there is pretty good. Yeah, but the title is Addressing Toxic Behaviors in Filipino Families Hashtag Your Mind, Your Movement. Yeah. Written very just like a few days ago, three days ago. Yeah. We're like, we're trying to stay relevant topics out here. (laughs) So we're gonna gonna dive in real quick. But before we go into this article, I just want to say we love We got love for Filipinos. We love our culture. We love, well, we, I mean, love is a strong word, but we got love for, yes, but I just personally feel like we're a little hyped as a culture yeah, and a little glorified and put on a pedestal. And because of that, I think like Americans love us, but I just feel like we, some people take it to the head where, okay, but you going to just not work on yourself. So before we go in, I don't know if y'all are going to be triggered or we're not animosity. trying to trigger people we, out here we're, definitely we're just trying to get better as a culture because sometimes you know i see filipinos do some very disappointing and out-of-pocket things and i'm like why do you got to be filipino bro yeah and so i'm just like i felt like i wanted to call a couple meetings and just be like yo, yo filipino meeting real quick we need right to do here. better but we need to have a convention but before we do that i mean we're we're dope i guess i mean i think okay I'm, I'm gonna add to that i i love our filipino culture for sure and i love some of the aspects of it, like the family aspects of it but there's some hard imperfections that are really sure. you know that's really, very ingrained that's been ingrained like if you read the art article for the people that have read it it's like they ex- it explains it really well of how ingrained some of these imperfections are we're like we can't look at our parents and blame it on them we can't yeah. look at the grandparents and blame it on them we have to look with generations and years of it so it's really interesting um, to go through that and to be able to dissect that a little bit so <clears throat> yeah so uh, the very first part of the article um, let's just read a little bit of yeah, it yeah start breaking it down a and little it bit. starts with the very first sentence or the very first part of the article I love it just because it doesn't take a shot or throw shade at just Filipinos in general, but I think it's just a generational problem that yeah. um, that we have as like a, male- a young millennials. So basically, he says or she says, uh, I wasn't invited to a cousin outing, but she wasn't bitter about it. So she was happy. She pressed like on the on the post and she said, I missed them. Yeah. So which I think is a good thing because when people hit you with a thanks for the invite. Yeah. Like, bro, I love y'all, but I'm just saying if you guys know me, Yeah. I'm pretty sure if we were to keep count, (laughs) I am... Uh, excuse from the TFTI, bro. Like, I, everybody in my contact list, I'm pretty sure I have invited you yeah. to more things than you have. Yeah. And I'm not saying it as a bitter thing, but it's yeah. like, people literally take that to heart. Yeah. Like, people invite me. Dude, I had a cousin hit me up like, very last minute today. Like earlier today. Earlier today. Yeah. earlier today on, like, a family thing that I wanted to go to, but I didn't know about till yeah. very last minute. And I'm like that dude that people... Like, why don't you invite randy <laughs> yeah. i was like oh i mean at least you guys i'm grateful that y'all thought of me at least yeah in general but last minute i was like dude i even have a life come on i could yeah yeah, yeah. So, i think it's also hard to like when you get that invite like it makes you look you look bad like when you get that last minute stuff you're like oh like, dude of course i want to go to but i can't yeah it's like i want to but like now you're putting me in the spot <laughs> yeah it's like oh crap okay what else did it say in the article um so after that they go into straight into the toxic behaviors um so I don't know I'm pretty sure you guys know like a Filipino family if you're not Filipino like a Filipino party and how that goes you want to talk about how the culture of what is that like yeah like, yeah like the filipino, i mean it's fun the filipino culture like it's classic like it's almost stereotypical where it's like there's hella food, hella food everybody's gathering there's probably titos there's drunk, tr- uncles, drunk, drunk uncles drunk aunties t- talking and then there's like the cousins all hang out in one there's a the little kids hanging out in one corner yeah and you know there's always like certain amount of food like i think if you go on their website to where that article is posted there's like a video that kind of shows the classicness of that yeah. Um, but if you look in between the lines there's also a little bit of that toxic behavior during yeah. those things too and, and and to just throw another part into that is that yeah. we're we are the drunk uncles now <laughs> <laughs> to, we're to, the to, earlier uh, parts of that but yes to age kinda. us it, to this year is 2020 and it's our 10-year high school reunion yeah everyone got like, kids we ain't young bro. Filipinos have big families so if you've been to a Filip Pinot party hella food it's kind of loud even though yeah. not everybody has a big family yeah but there's there's numbers in the, in the yeah. household i think it's also when you walk into the filipino household even if it's small it feels loud right when you yeah. walk in like it feels like oh there's only 10 people here why does it feel like it's 25 to 30 people and stuff like that yeah so um a part of the article they Mention judgment, child bragging, body shaming, and public ridicule. Yo, if you're a Filipin- if you're a Filipino kid, young adult, have you felt that? in a certain some way or another? like where someone throws shots at you just to like make a, a joke light a light joke. Their intentions is a light joke, but it yeah. literally because I don't know, a lot of people are sensitive. I feel like you just have to assume that people aren't tough. yeah. I mean, and I think also in like the Filipino culture, it's kind of built as a joke. But like, you know, imagine you're trying, you're doing that as a younger kid, right? And you're starting to build some of those like little jokes in there. Like, imagine like that subtle build of insecurity, that subtle build of like a comparison. Like, as a child, what do you want to talk about first? body shaming or child comparing because i know everyone's gonna do it like i'm for sure probably gonna end up i really hope doing child compare (laughs) i really hope i mean not a subtle stunt of like oh this is my nephew even like i I don't feel like i'd put it in people's face i I think there's a level of being proud of your family member but i think the child comparison thing is kind of like in the article it says like oh look at your your what look at your kuyo he's like you're a a pharmacist or something like that and I I don't like that like there's there's so many wrong things Joe Koi made a great joke a bit about Filipinos forcing medical field upon people but like you guys really don't I work in the medical field my whole life and I feel like everyone's jumping into that before they actually know what it is like in the beginning you're gonna sign your social life away you're gonna be working hard hours maybe 12s if you're a nurse yeah um and i think it's just not even just filipinos in general but it's like we need to start having that dialogue earlier of when you're in a sophomore in high school that you need to like make a plan of action and see what your kid does it well like yeah ask them what if money was an issue what you would do like find what they're passionate about yeah and what they're they're good at naturally in school yeah and then figure out what schools complement that and have that confer- i mean sophomore junior year of high school if you guys thought about it like i didn't know what i wanted to do until like later so i mean but you know if they don't have it figured out help them figure it out you know what i mean yeah i think another thing too to kind of balance that out is this like the OGs, like the Filipino parents that are from uh, from from the from the Philippines, right? Yeah. Like they never had that process. It would also comes from the up from the top down yeah. where like since you have those resources now with your kid to really think like that, let them think like that. Yeah. Cause when I, I remember I literally talked to my parents about this article and they were like, we never thought about chasing our passion. We I mean, never... we are first generation, so it's kind of like we are the... Yeah, we, we are, are kind the of the test pigs, subjects really. for sure. And I think the interesting part is like my mom was just like... I was never taught to think like, what am I good at? Like it was more of like go to college and get a job. And, and figure it out. figure it out. And so it was only until my parents moved here where they realized they didn't have to go on that survival mode anymore. And I think what happened is they still taught their kids as if they were in survival mode and they taught how to pursue certain things that they maybe weren't too happy about. And I think that's what led to some of that toxic culture where it's just like, but what if I don't want to be a pharmacist? What if yeah. I can't? What if I'm not good at that? Your right. kid might be smart. It takes a lot to be a creative, to make that as a career. Like people aren't built for the hospital. People aren't built to have a 3.2 GPA. Yeah. And you know it doesn't mean they're dumb they're just I th- and also like progre- uh, i want to say that progression at any pace is still progression we don't there's a very like figure shit out before you're a sophomore in high school yeah. or a sophomore in college yeah it's like uh, maybe i had it i need to take a break or think shit yeah before all that happens yeah because also everybody starts at a different place like if you're progressing or whatever like you could still be progressing at a certain place but still be ahead of somebody and behind somebody else which yeah. could not align with a certain timeline of certain things right um i think that's a really interesting aspect to have let's talk about a little bit about like some of the other uh stereotypes that that filipinos, that filipinos go through <laughs> and the truth in it yeah, i mean the truth, uh, yeah, uh, stereotypes the truth, is yeah. based off truth right <laughs> karaoke joints that's definitely facts big, <laughs> facts, facts, big facts big trust <laughs> Shout for to Mark sure just get it just get a, just get a Shot in that's there and for some sure. karaoke, bro, for sure. That's a hilarious one. What I know, is, like, especially when people can't sing, singing is very difficult and they just start singing like nobody's business, like yeah. nobody's watching, straight Get out of tune, but hella loud. Yeah, for sure. What's some other ones we got written up up here? I mean, there's that. Well, we did. Let's touch on body shaming. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the dude, that's the classic. Even like if you're a guy and a girl, like you walk in, your grandma's like, hey, you got fat, hey, you got skinny. It's like, what do you want from me? (laughs) Right? There's never like, what do you like? What's my goal weight? I've never heard. Well, if there's Lola's out there that say you look good today. You must have been glowing. Yeah. You must must have looked sharp that day. Because I've never heard that. Like, it's always like, I remember like uh, back in the day when my my Lola, my Lola, like, oh, you look skinny. You need to eat today. You need here. Here's some more food. You're looking skinny. And then it's like, hey, you gain weight. What's going on? And I was like, <laughs> you just, bro, just fed me a lot pork. You, that's what you did. <laughs> you fed me a bunch of lechon the day. What do what you want from me? Yeah, I mean, that's sensitive. Yeah, that's a little sensitive. And I, I mean, if you think about it too, I bet you like that happens when they're a kid. They would have no idea what that's doing to them. Yeah. Like, imagine you're like five or six years old. And you're just like, i get fat because grandmas and aunties and uncles they be taking shots at you with no chill, no chill. like no, no it's like chill. they're drunk all the time but they're not just sober just straight for your yeah. throat and and like, and like i want to like go back on that i'm sure that there's their reasonings too or they're joking around just because it's like fun humor in their head but like it still leaves some damage a little bit of scars yeah. on some of these kids yeah in the article they mentioned oh you've gotten better <laughs> i like the, it's like I, it's happy weight like yeah. man couples do that i yeah. mean the dialogue is either you've gotten fatter or you don't have a boyfriend yet or a girlfriend Oh, dude that's man The that she's oh, in here but man. i remember the days when they were like why don't you have a girlfriend and i'm like i don't know lola leave me alone <laughs> i'm trying to find someone special not just someone dude episode two we're gonna uh, we're gonna get into that two is good uh, what's the mess most messed up thing that you guys have most messed up thing that we've heard from an auntie room. I, oh shoot. I not heard. me, I haven't had a, a crazy shot. I, I mean, I think definitely, not painful, but just hearing the like, oh shoot, I got skinny or I got fat, it's like, oh. Oh, I remember my Lola didn't like my hair. It sucked. Oh. My Lola didn't like my hair. She's like, what, what did you do to your hair? I was like, yeah, I don't know okay apparently it was a bad idea (laughs) it's like it was a couple years ago i don't remember what hairstyle i had but i remember like there was a conversation like that for sure i feel like everybody's resistant to to change but like especially drastic change filipinos don't really say well i think i had one moment where um i brought a girl to the house yeah and she was she looked at her like up and down and was like allah how old is she (laughs) (laughs) in front of her like I don't know if she, she didn't say she heard, but she might've heard because my grandma's kind of loud. Okay. I love you grandma, outs to the, my roommate. Um, but <laughs> she, yeah. I don't know if she felt crunchy or like blushed after yeah. that, but like I, I was jokingly like, yeah, I checked her ID. <laughs> she's fine, she's good. <laughs> she, she's of age. grandma she's straight. Yeah. I think there's one, I don't think it was like a super harsh one, but like there was definitely a little bit of looks when I set up going to go into graphic design. It wasn't like bad, it was just like, okay. Yeah. Like, do you have a job? Is that a decent career? Is that a decent career? Going into design, um, I remember uh, family members, they kind of gave me a little bit of a look, but not in, not in a bad way, in a way of like, is, was that the best solution? Yes. like <laughs> For you, for yes. Me, yeah, yeah like, after it's... a while, but like, I remember like, I mean, it says, I think it was more of like my family members as really being, I mean, my parents were super supportive in it, but everyone around us, so they're like, we don't know what that is. We don't know what that looks like um but having them see me now and seeing what i'm going through and having like a solid job they're just very happy on that and so that's really cool on that standpoint and when aunties and uncles dig at your um confidence <laughs> mm-hmm. subconsciously repeatedly loki and it, in filipino culture it's like you have to kick it with your family like that's a very important thing that yeah. we prioritize and uh, yeah. i mean if if you're sensitive then you just have to take the hits and Still yeah. keep giving that respect because the OGs in the Filipino family are kind of put on a pedestal, which is yeah. earned because they've they yeah. earned that. But yeah, you know, they a, yeah, I think they earned that, but also it's like don't Don't make, poke at someone's insecurity. Yeah, don't <laughs> poke at it. Don't poke at it. Don't make it toxic. Like we'll like elders will always respect you. But they show it in a not not a direct way of what we would yeah. want because there's a culture gap between our our aunties and uncles yeah. and versus us i mean and also the reality they probably don't know how to support us in what we're ever yeah, doing which whatever support means because yeah uh auntie and uncle will like literally will throw will diss you in front of your face but like gas you up when talking about you with their fa- other family members or other friends, they're like, yeah. "Oh, I'm proud of this." Blah blah blah. But you never told me you was proud of yeah, me like, my face. Yeah, like if wait. you're if you're proud of your family member, whatever, say it to their face. But bef- like first before sharing it to public. There's def I definitely am all about like public praise, but also praise in private, praise on a one right? to one. Right. Just Be able to say you're proud of them for doing yes. that. You're proud of them for doing that. Instead Please of do that. Because like I love my parents, right? And they are they might listen to this. Hi mom. Hi pop. How's it going? um but like whenever they would say i'm proud like they're proud of me like it was super more significant than having it be in a group setting where it's like oh Oh, yeah you just do this and it's like cool but when they would say it it like i'm really proud of you for doing this like oh i remember (gasps) that feeling of doing that that's an amazing feeling when they actually feel like they look at your eyes and just be like i'm proud of you and they understand like where you're at just like the way that they said it is different yeah i mean because people yeah. just say oh i'm proud of you just to be nice yeah but like they actually they time it well i think yeah like, when you go through some shit yeah and come back once once like you your parents or your elders figure it out dude it's nice for sure but uh it's backtrack on confidence i want to yeah. talk about that when when they do uh throw shade at you i just want to talk about it's Good to have that balance of confidence, unapologetic like Kanye Westside side type of confidence yeah. of borderline arrogance because people um, are insecure. Yeah, <laughs> everyone has insecurities, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So For sure. I think that's important. Well, and we're gonna double check these cameras real quick, make sure everything's recording. Yeah. Okay, so back to the Kanye confidence. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I said what i wanted to say it feels good to have confidence when you're just like it's very brief (laughs) yeah it's very brief brief, but it's like very loud well speaking for me personally it's like it's very loud and like just high energy of just complete faith in yourself especially after you've been through some shit yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true it's like definitely a good healthy balance especially like i mean i don't know we're confidence in high school right like how 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 were you dealing with that in high school or like even grade school and stuff like that i mean because it's confidence in the high school and middle school doesn't really mean anything it's kind of like you're confident but about things but, that doesn't even matter like really like but i it, mean like just for like you being you in high school right like not saying like you're doing something extra like how yeah. did you feel through that because like for me like i was very insecure about this doing basic stuff in yeah. high school right and i think that might be coming back from like a little bit of the toxic culture from the yeah. philippines right and that's the part where like, imagine if you had a little bit more confidence in high school, what, what you would have tried. Yeah. Right? Or true. what I would have tried. But, like, just to be able... I don't know. I remember there's a couple people... Not a couple of people. There's a couple things I remember of, like, Filipinos, like, why would you do that? Within, like, friends. Like, not maybe not family, but, like, when the culture of Filipino friends, like, oh, that's weird. Or why are you doing that? Or even I was a part of that culture. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Why would you do that club? Or why would you do that thing? When in reality, it's probably because I was insecure to start and try and do that, too. So I think that balancing it out like really try and find the confidence in yourself soon and early is really important for you to be vulnerable and try other things i feel like people in high school were a lot nicer and more supportive than now for, for me honestly yeah. i feel like if i had my skill set of as an artist in high school that would have built a little traction i feel like i think people were definitely more welcoming to the fact that oh you're a rapper and you want to do that yeah but i just didn't have the skills to do it yeah i mean i wish i did but you know not everyone has it in the beginning yeah you know i didn't like i I, like didn't have the confidence to like dance in high school really yeah because i was just like it was just like my little niche in like grade school or whatever but like there's a lot more people now a lot more people i remember like dance battles i was like eh bro mine was hella funny i mean really i went i went to kentwood if you guys don't know and my first dance was amazing i had a little cypher people (laughs) thought i could dance very well which i kind of i mean for some reason it just started clicking yeah i think i was just having hella fun i mean that's another thing about dancing in public is kind of like if you feel like you're having fun and you're not really worrying about looking stupid then i think you probably look good yeah, it. yeah. i think that's what what's I, think that's a, I think that's a big part that make dancers really like i remember when i used to coach like the biggest thing to tell the team or whoever's dancing is like don't be afraid to look stupid because if you hold back and yeah. think that you look stupid then you actually do because you look like you're uncomfortable yeah but like with the dougie like i remember teaching people how like just just pretend you know it bro yeah even it's if you don't just pretend you do <laughs> And it's like, oh, and then it's like, then it makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah. To be innovative, you got to look stupid a couple of times. You see these people on the runway doing like Tom Brown and like yeah. all kinds of outlandish yeah. type of things. And, you know, people are going to judge you, but like, what? It ain't that crazy? Yeah, for sure. Ain't that crazy. I mean, whoever's going to judge you is like, whatever, bro. Like, what are they going to do? Yeah. In reality, it's like, <laughs> give you a dislike. It's like, yeah. Whatever, bro. At least you have the confidence to be like, I did that, did you? You yeah. do it better than me, that's fine. But whatever, like you're you, you do your thing, whatever. Yeah. I'm gonna do my thing. It's, it's not like to- we're competing, bro. We're just yeah. out here. Like it's not a competition every yeah, time. for real. All right, let's go back to a little bit of that article. So something that was interesting on that article, uh, in 2015, there was a, uh, a review on depression among Asian American adults, found that Filipino Americans have the highest rates of depression among asian americans Mm. which is like looking back at, and i was like that makes a lot of sense like yeah as a kid but the sad part is yet filipino americans uh are are seeking mental health or mental treatment at some of the lowest rates so imagine like going through imagine like being as a kid going through anxiety and depression and your parents are like man up you're weak Mm-hmm. right or like you'll be fine it's nothing yeah because our aunties and uncles didn't believe in pre- yeah, depression but, it's no. literally like a scientific thing in your ct scan where your hormones is yeah. and you can see it it's colored and yeah it's an obvious thing yeah, and, and, and people also, laugh at that like and that's the part OGs. that's kind of sad where it's yeah. like dude like you also need like physical help in some of those yeah. things right like i know i remember uh when i talked to my parents about this like super young like, it was like when you were depressed, it's like, oh, just pray about it. I'm like, prayer does some things. Yeah. Like it's me a being story. a religious person <laughs> does some things. But if like if you're going through like an actual mental health or a mental imbalance in your head. Yeah. I don't like I believe in prayer, but like also get a little bit of help from like a therapist Something or needs doctor. To happen, right? Yeah. And I think um, I, I don't know if you guys could relate to this, but it, I mean, I haven't gone through this personally because my my parents and family are luckily just they listen very well. and they don't make fun of you when you don't want to be made fun of which but like i can't imagine like opening up to somebody and like like i'm going through these issues and just say oh i'm depressed or like feel some type of way and they like laugh at you and say shut up you're just being sensitive or yeah and the sad part being hella harsh with the sad part is like i haven't experienced it that much either but the sad part is like there are people that go through that yeah and then now now they're thinking about like oh my problems aren't really justified it yeah. sounds stupid to people like you the first time you open up to somebody is you they look at you like a joke like yeah being extra or being extra sensitive yeah like I, I remember I was talking to my friend about this that article and then we were just laughing around and like YFC days mm-hmm. and how like no wonder we cried so much <laughs> Like high school, it's like, no wonder we were so emotional back yeah. then. Shout out to YFC and YFL. That's a great program Seriously. just to do, just to learn about Jesus and have a dope community. Yeah. I've only been there once, but- uh, I still I've, remember it, That was right? one of the most iconic moments. I've met a lot of good people through that. Yeah. But to touch on the depression. Yeah, let's touch on the depression part. serious part, but I don't like throwing that around too much yeah that's just a word but I feel like a lot of people have gone through that yeah personally I mean I have a song about it and everything but that is the reason why I feel like I have to be entertaining and funny is just because I feel like I have to assume that everyone's going through some type of serious yeah mental not health but like mental issue yeah yes Jess what yeah, yeah, jazz. Okay, oh, jazz in the background. Executive producer out here. <laughs> I'm just uh, chime in. What What do you think? Um, I think just being a talk a little bit closer because that might right there. I think talking like talking about being Filipino and like knowing the culture. One thing to keep in mind is that like Filipinos are very prideful oh, and they yeah. don't like talking about their feelings yeah, and like really talking really about right. your feelings. They don't like admitting to the, they need to the help. and so like we could all be depressed and no one will know oh that's true yeah it's like sense of humor is their like scapegoat yeah like every time i think about like some of their sense of humor is just like they're doing it to hide some of their pain yeah right i mean if you think about like which i'm probably guilty thank you jazz for chiming in on that one. great point she gave a thumbs up but it's like for example, the tito's that like are drinking, like what are they hiding from? What are the pains that they're going through? Yeah, they don't really per- talk about their stuff personally. I don't think they so... even know how to talk about that stuff, right? They don't even yeah. know that they're going through that type of pain or insecurity. <laughs> like imagine like young adult, and you're like, I don't know, or an adult parent family, and you don't know why you feel a certain way. Yeah, through mental and like Western medicine, like OGs don't get checked up. that, yeah. that will literally get you. That will man, you are gonna be grateful that you have health insurance because OGs think that, oh, I don't have any symptoms. You, you 60 years old, you ain't got no checkup, you better learn how to get a checkup nowadays <laughs> yeah. because you are There's gonna, a lot of little things that are like, whatever, it's been like that. Yeah, and I'm like, fine, I'm fine. Like I don't need a man, you have health insurance, you're paying for it, use it. Might as well use it. And then it also goes back to like that's a physical aspect, but mentally, right? Like, yeah. I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm like, are you? Not really. Bro. Like, not really, bro. Like <laughs> Like Matt, okay, let's let's talk some real. Like, let's go back to like uh, when we were oh, mentioned deep shit earlier. Ask your parent, ask your sibling. When was the last time they cried? And they wouldn't want to admit. Like and even me, I I yeah. I, com- I kind of deflected that. I was like, oh, not from laughter. Yeah, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. right. Like but. think about like that initial reaction as Filipinos. We're like, we're not gonna answer that. Yeah, and my answer. If you guys listen to deep shit eventually, like I probably botched that answer because like i came up with an answer that was four years ago i'm pretty sure like i cried in my car by myself yeah like just thinking about speaking at my dad's funeral or yeah. like just low-key <laughs> don't cry bro no, don't cry we're these are not like in tears <laughs> these are just <laughs> bro i was <laughs> the dust and everything it was just <laughs> in my eye today but it's one of those things where like ima- like asking having those conversations like imagine having the conversation with your parent like i remember like you could totally hear like your parent maybe like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, like why, why are you asking this? Yeah. Why are you getting so personal? Yeah. Like- or even like an older sibling is like, what do you want from me? Right. I don't know. It's pretty interesting to see that in that sense for sure. I think it's really important also like really what we're trying to do with this talking about this article one give it some coverage if we have any coverage for anybody who's <laughs> listening but also it's important to that conversation like that thing went pretty pretty viral in like the filipino community because everyone can relate to that yeah and it's really real like it's a real thing that people go through and it talks about both sides yeah we're like ogs and elders like our parents like it's a general generational thing yeah they've been hiding some of these pains like a lot of uh their culture and environment when they grew up has been around survival and just getting yeah. out of poverty and getting out of things so i could see where that pride comes in we're like we made it who are yeah. you to tell me like what else do you need what else yeah. do you want shout outs to all the aunties and aunties uncles hustling working hard um we definitely as a culture i think I'm going to say something controversial. I'm probably going to get some slack for it. But like I think Filipinos in general, Filipino OGs, are great providers. Like, great providers. Like, top yes, tier for sure. For great sure. providers. Hustled, learned a second language, came here, and yeah, made no excuses. Yeah. But the parenting side needs to get worked on. Because, yeah. I mean, to ask for both is a lot. I mean, I'm grateful for my parents. They put me in a situation and that gave me a starting point higher than a lot of people have so i can't i'm gonna blame myself for dropping the ball but i mean as a like parenting i think that's that's the harder part for our culture is yeah we got the provider side down but as parents yeah i think i'm gonna add on to that too it's like parents right like I think Filipino parents need to stop not assume that they understand what it means to be a parent all the time. Especially if you're young yeah. and you're, you're a father, you're like, oh, I know how it is. It's like, yeah, one or two kids, you know, It's a new thing for it's you. It's new. It's brand new. Ask, like, talk to your parents. Ask for yeah. help. Be comfortable. Be like, what do you do when your child is like this, or yeah. or talking to them like because some of those behavioral things, like, imagine if you do it, a uh, certain negative or toxic behavior that you don't know, mm. and you're dealing with that ten years later right yeah. or your your kid's dealing with that 10 years later but if you just ask another parent like oh i probably maybe would have done this a little bit to encourage yeah, that yeah. way wording learning a new language and being able to communicate to your kid in a way that they don't feel attacked or or try to make them feel supported yeah and trying to figure out like because they don't know what it's like to go to school in in america and yeah. try to get accepted to a program or yeah. going through. Like growing up with yeah. kids in America, yeah, the completely different. There's yeah, the a there's a big are, gap. The like challenges now, are super different. Like now, when we're gonna grow up as parents, like we have, like we've been through that more closer than our aunties and uncles have been growing up through in the states. Yeah, for sure. It's really. I think just like which we, I can't blame them. So I mean, yeah, it's like it's not it's not like a blame game. It's more of like understanding the environment is different now yeah. and will be different in the future. And, and we could take we could past. take blame. We yeah. can take blame for not communicating what we need or yeah. what we want. Yeah. Because, you know, we just didn't. Uh, it was a trial and error and we were making a lot of yeah. errors and we just, you know. Yeah. That's what happened. So for the end of that article, it really talked about how helping change this culture and really magnifying the beauty of the Filipino culture It and kind of working on those toxic parts. It has to come from both ends, both from, like, the generation we talked about of it being younger generation and also our elders and stuff like that. And so I think that's a really important aspect of, like, yeah, titos and titas, aunties and uncles need to be able to learn and understand and listen to. Yeah. And, and in the article, they say we need to break the cycle and we can't really blame it on, oh, it's part of the culture. Yeah. So, so I mean, I think this article if we plan a course of action and just start the dialogue i think it'll go a long way of um hopefully improving that yeah. i think a good what What do you think is the moral of the story for this article is i think the moral of the story is perspective like learning that like our parents have gone through things and they've learned things um but what they've learned does not fully apply to yeah. what some of us Filipino Americans are going through. They sacrificed their whole social life for us. Yeah. They sacrificed a lot. Yeah. They changed their whole life. Yeah. Forget moving to a whole state. They went to a whole different nation. Whole different nation. Learned a whole different language. Learned to be chameleons in like working and stuff like that. So I can understand like that aspect of like, just like if you think about it, the reason why they tell filipinos to be nurses because they saw that the was safety. a very safe it, it successful worked, thing it worked in the past so it's yeah. like why break it yeah just so, learn how to adapt to it like they did yeah and so definitely give respect to that and then also giving a lot of respect to some of the filipino americans out here that are trying to pursue their own path too, to be able to understand like if you didn't choose nursing it's okay if you find yeah. it just per just we have the work ethic guys like we're definitely hardworking. we do we we are really hard working we're definitely determined in that it says finding the right gear that spins for yeah. you before i answer that question if, if you were going to ask me that um i think if you're the kid and you want to communicate your feelings you gotta phrase that very you got to prepare the answer yeah because the ogs if you go some type of way on them and they feel like attacked and they're gonna be like Allah, don't you know I sacrificed this yeah, and this yeah. and this yeah. for this? Yeah, definitely this. be careful. and Just think about what you're going to say before you say it because yeah. you still, they're entitled to that respect. Yeah. I know it's frustrating when they feel like, when you guys feel like you're not being heard, being heard, or you don't earn that respect that they earn. Yeah. I mean, uh, or not given the respect that they have. Yeah. But they earn that. So, I mean, like, just yeah. just talk to them. Yeah, subtly. definitely always talk to them with respect and, like, build that slowly with them. If you Don't go straight at them and be like, Why did you cry? Like you know, if you could build up to like that conversation, go for it. Like you definitely want to walk that line of respect, and then also, and for all the, if there's any others listening, take a time to slow down and listen to what that younger person is saying, Mm -hmm. right? Because they might not know the exact words, but they're coming from a certain place in their heart just like how elders are coming of a certain place in their heart to keep us from being safe or keeping us safe and keeping us in a track that is successful like going adding that same perspective and energy if you're an older sibling if you're an old if you're an elder auntie like give a chance and listen to somebody's younger one especially if they're being respectful like don't don't omit it you know what i mean yeah like really just that's where I think that's where that uh, that cycle could start to break and that dialogue starts to happen for sure. And there's a safety net. If you guys feel pressured to have it figured out by 25 and have them be married and blah blah blah, I mean yeah, I feel like you, a lot of us have a good safety net. Like people will look out for each other. In, yeah. In our culture. So. And I I think that's thing I love about the Filipino culture, even in um, even in America. Yeah. It's like you kind of go and be like, yeah, you could you could get other Filipinos to yeah. be around and support you like especially in like the YFC and YFL community I like, got go to other states and they'll be like hey what's up man welcome blah 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 and so it's like you know we have that support system in our culture which is great yeah. um, don't take advantage of it but yeah, definitely- don't waste your time but at least think about it I have an active conversation yeah. so I think moral of the story is perspective communication I mean it sounds very cliche but it's something we've neglected for years yeah, I mean for sure it's like Siddhartha is fighting yourself. So this is a very important thing that we need to talk about. Yeah. Break the cycle. Yeah. So shout out to Abby Passion. Yep. That was a really good article. Definitely. If you see it on Facebook, give it a share. It's definitely a really good. Or read it. Watch the video. Really good read. The video is really interesting too. I I missed on the video, but I'll I'll watch it. It's really interesting too. Um, So that's episode one. Yes, sir. Of Beacon Road. We have a bunch of other stuff lined up too. We hope that you enjoyed this first episode, uh, yeah, Maybe. Yeah. hopefully, I it don't was know. a controversial topic, but the episode one. we'll make you guys laugh on episode. Yeah, two. this one's a little. <laughs> this one's a little bit on the more serious medium side. Episode medium. two is kind of more of us, but. Yeah, we're not gonna give that energy yeah. all the time because we're damn near thirty. Yeah, so. and also <laughs> we're we're keeping this authentic. Nobody so, could have that energy a hundred percent all the time. That's not sustainable. Yeah, it's called cirrhosis. Look <laughs> it up. Oh <Well>, my bad. <laughs> okay, all right, y'all. Well, thanks for uh, listening and joining in. Uh, we hope you have a good one. Peace out. Cheers. Peace. peace.